Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Is It In The Budget podcast. My name is Obiaho Karaket, and today we're going to be talking about the greatest financial mistake I've ever made. If you're new to this podcast, I, Obi, am the creator of College Money Habits, which is a platform that seeks to educate students and young adults about the importance of financial literacy. I started this podcast really as a space where people of all ages can come to learn about different levels and different topics around personal finance and to share some of the mistakes I've made in my personal life while also sharing some of the successes. Now, again, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the biggest mistake that I've ever made. And that mistake was to buy a Mercedes while in college. So (laughs) maybe some of you can relate to this, but uh, I know that me personally, I really enjoy nice things. And when I was in college, I wanted to have a nice car. So my junior year of college, I came across a time where I wanted to get a new car. Essentially what happened was I was driving my mom's car at the time, a Volvo S80, and the transmission went out. And my parents quickly informed me that they were not going to replace the transmission and that it was going to fall on me to replace it. And so I had options, whether it was to buy a new transmission for that car or to get a used transmission for that car or to just get a new car. And so I asked them for their permission to just purchase a car using my own money. And they said, go ahead. And I started looking at cars in our area. I quickly found a Mercedes C300 that had relatively low miles, in my opinion. It was around 50,000 miles. And the price was, I believe, just under $11,000. This was my junior year of college. I was 20 years old. I'd been working part-time since I was 18. And that is part-time while I was in school and then full-time during the summer. And so I had saved at this point about $20,000. And I thought, you know, how cool would it be if I got a Mercedes before my 21st birthday? So January 11th, about two weeks before my 21st birthday, I purchased that Mercedes that I'd seen online. Now, the way that I went about purchasing this car is to this day the single greatest mistake that I have. We can get into if it was a regret later on, but when it comes to how I approach buying this car, the first mistake I made was not doing enough research. When it comes to buying a car, buying a car similar to buying a house, it's a it's a big investment or a big purchasing decision, one that you should do a lot of research on to see, you know, what's the maintenance? Does this purchase make sense for me? Can I truly afford this? And what I'll say about the car is all in it costs about 11,300 uh, as far as the uh, I needed to get new tires for the car and then just the the car itself 11,300 and again at the time I had about $20,000 and so in my mind because I had enough money to buy the car outright I had enough money to afford the car and this I mean knowing <laughs> thinking about it now that didn't make any sense so I ended up putting $5,000 down on the car uh, and getting it and then I quickly found out that oh wow I didn't do enough research because I had no idea that maintaining A car like this costs so much money Uh, because, again, I was a college student. I was working part time making anywhere from like $600 to $800 a month. My payment for that car was $199.34. And anytime there was maintenance, it was basically a month that I didn't save money. That first year of ownership, I spent so much money on different things that needed to be fixed, things that needed to be replaced that I, I didn't save any money. 
And from the moment that I purchased that car, my really going into my, or well, junior year, uh, to when I graduated from college, I didn't save a single dollar. I mentioned a couple times that I had about $20,000. When I graduated, I had less than 13,000, meaning that over that year, I, I didn't save a nickel. Uh, and that was in large part due to how much money I was spending just to own that car. And so if I could go back in time, and I've even done this now as I am considering getting a car in the, the next six months, is I've been researching different cars, uh, different cars similar to the one I own, cars that are faster than the one I own, and then the most reliable cars, cars with kind of like the least amount of complaints and looking at the average cost of maintenance, the average cost of ownership, and all these different variables so that going into my next car purchase, it's something that I'm ultimately prepared for and know that I have money set aside to deal with anything that may happen with that vehicle. Now, the next mistake that I made was focusing solely on the monthly payment. So this was the first car that I ever purchased. And fortunately, my dad co-signed with me. As far as negotiation goes, you know, I'm I'd say that I'm a pretty nice guy, uh, but I do like a good deal. But I did not feel prepared to negotiate uh, with the folks at the car dealership. I think that's a whole a whole nother thing. Uh, and I can recognize uh, other people who may not feel comfortable doing it just because, I don't know, I feel like it could be an extreme sport to negotiate with car dealers. So my dad handled the negotiation <laughs> for, for that. And I'm not going to blame him uh, on this particular component because I was really focused on how can I get the lowest monthly payment. And the reason that this is a mistake is because when you focus solely on the monthly payment for a vehicle, you ignore so many other things. You ignore the interest rate. You ignore the loan term and any additional fees. And when you say to a dealer, I want to spend no more than $100 a month or $200 a month or whatever it may be, then they can stretch that payment out as long as they want. And it doesn't really matter what the interest rate is as long as you are happy with the monthly payment. What makes more sense is to negotiate based on the out the door price, the total price. Because had I done that, I would have ended up spending less money because not only did I focus solely on that monthly payment and sure I got it because I wanted a payment that was below $200. But in the end, I got a, a loan that was a six-year loan with a, it was a decent uh, interest rate just because my dad co-signed and I had a really good credit score at the time. And it was a six-year loan. I made the mistake also of buying a warranty on a car that I ended up only using the warranty twice for very inconsequential items. And it, I just spent a lot more than I needed to on that car. And knowing what I know now for my next car purchase, I'm focused primarily on what's the total cost of this car. Like, what am I paying? What am I going to be paying over the life of this vehicle in terms of the the loan and things of that nature and letting them know like, okay, fees included, I want to spend more, no more than $40,000 on this vehicle, or I want to spend no more than $20,000 on this car, as opposed to, hey, I want to spend no more than X amount every month, because then God knows how much I could spend over the next several years owning that car. So that would be mistake number two. Mistake number three is rushing the purchase. From the moment I saw that car online to the moment that I owned it, I'd say was within two weeks. I didn't look at any other dealerships. I didn't view any other cars. And I don't even know if I compared it to any other Mercedes. Uh, actually, I did. I remember looking online at other Mercedes, but I rushed the entire purchase because at the time I was in school and I was working. So I needed a car and I didn't have one. And so I, in my mind, I was like, all right, 
well, one, I need a car. And then also the, uh, I guess the devil on my shoulder was telling me like I needed a Mercedes. I felt that with how much money I'd saved at that time, I'd accomplished something and that I deserved to drive a nice car, which you know how that goes. That was a misconception on my end. And I really rushed the, I rushed the entire transaction and I didn't really focus much on the numbers. It was really just like, okay, I got to get this car and I need to get it so that I can drive to work. And so I can drive to school. And so I can look cool in this vehicle. And as a result, that's why I didn't do much research. Uh, and I didn't really pay attention to a lot of things or consider, do I truly need a warranty? Uh, and pay attention to a lot of the things that were going on at the time. And so I ended up wasting a lot of money when it came to that car. And I could say now, like I've spent months researching different vehicles, whether they're sedans, whether they're SUVs or coupes, uh, just to see, just to compare different vehicles to one another, see, you know, who gets the best mileage and what's mo the most expensive to maintain, what's the most reliable and all these various things and kind of trying to make up for the mistakes that I made six years ago when I was buying my first car. So if you're ever looking to purchase a car, I would definitely encourage you to make sure that you're doing research beforehand. I'm sure that you probably have been doing research if you're thinking about buying a car, but really just want to reiterate that when it comes to purchasing a car, it is no small decision. And when it comes to negotiating, if you're somebody who's financing as opposed to paying in cash, uh, making sure that you're negotiating based off of the total cost or the total price of that vehicle and not the monthly payment, and also making sure that you're not rushing the purchase because there's so many details to be mindful of when it comes to purchasing a car that you'd be doing yourself a disservice to rush that process. Additionally, making sure that you're mindful of, along with the research component, you're mindful of, you know, what's the maintenance schedule for this car or, and how, how expensive is maintenance going to be? Because maintenance is going to be one of the more significant expenses when it comes to a car. One thing that I forgot to mention earlier as well is when it comes down to how much you should be spending on a vehicle, one of the kind of a, a general piece of guidance when it comes to owning a car is that you should be spending no more than 10 to 15% of your income, or I guess 20% maximum in some cases on a monthly payment for a car if you're financing. And then at max, uh, and it varies based on where you look, but no more than 20 to 30% of your income should go towards vehicle related expenses, meaning for gas, for uh, insurance, and for the car payment itself. And anything related to that car or your vehicles, it shouldn't exceed kind of that 20 to 30 and I would generally aim for around 20% because the less the better. Uh, and a situation you don't want to run into is the situation that I was in where I didn't have steady income. Uh, it was fairly steady, but it would fluctuate based on my school schedule. And you don't want to be in a situation where 40% or 50% of your income is going just to a vehicle because, of course, you've got to, you need to pay for where you're living, you need to pay for food, and you don't want to be put into a situation where, oh, wow, this car is taking away so much of my income that I can't save and I can't invest and I can't put money towards debt repayment and things of that nature because that's a situation that I found myself in. Be mindful of that when it comes to making your next car purchase and just make sure you're doing a lot of research on how to approach things and what is the best guidance as far as how much you should be putting up for a car. You know, if you're somebody like myself who likes cars uh, and you would like to get yourself a nice car, make sure that when you're doing so, you're approaching it from a point uh, where you're being rational and you're recognizing that yes, there is certain things that you want, but also there's certain things that you can afford. And in my case, I couldn't afford the car that I got. I got it anyway. And I lesson learned. You're probably wondering at this point if I could go back in time to when I was 20 years old, if I would do the same thing. 
The answer is yes. So I would definitely still get the same car. Uh, I can't emphasize enough how much joy the car has bought me. I mean, it's also brought some pain and some stress, but being that age, driving that car was a lot of fun. Um, I was somebody who was going to a lot of interviews uh, in my college days and driving that car also just kind of like made me at ease and made me feel like a sense of accomplishment and also just made me more confident as I approached different meetings and interviews and things of the like. And so I don't regret it for that, uh, that reason. And I was also, um, I was a single man. And so there was uh, some certain advantages, I suppose, to uh, driving that car. But I still own the car today and I enjoy it. I think it has sentimental value for me because it's the very first car that I purchased with my own money. And I'm somebody who I don't like making mistakes. I do enjoy the lessons that I can learn from them. And that car to me holds, I mean, again, a lot of sentimental value. It also is in it being the biggest <laughs> mistake that I've made. It's been a great opportunity for me to learn lessons, especially around delayed gratification and not always feeling like I need to rush buying all the things that I want just because I can. And if nothing else, <laughs> that's something that I would take away from this episode that just because you can buy something and just because you feel like you deserve it doesn't necessarily mean that you should buy it. Sometimes other things make sense where I could have bought a much cheaper car and I'd be in a better financial state than I am in right now. Sure, things worked out, but things could have been <laughs> things could have been different. So I really do hope that you enjoyed this episode and hopefully learned some things that you can apply for the next time that you're purchasing a vehicle or for your first time purchasing a vehicle. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of Is It In The Budget? It was a pleasure. And thanks for listening to me share my story about my biggest financial mistake. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to check out College Money Habits and Is It In The Budget on Instagram. You could also check out College Money Habits on TikTok and on YouTube and stay tuned for the next episode. And lastly, next time that you are making a financial decision, don't forget to ask yourself, is it in the budget? Thank you.